This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Good morning. I'm Justin Bull in for Aaron Allen, and this is The Rundown. It's been four days now since two women were shot in the bleachers during a White Sox game at Guaranteed Rate Field. But officials are still light on providing the public with firm details. Here's what we do know. The shooting took place during the fourth inning of Friday's game against the Oakland A's. Two women were wounded and expected to recover, according to the AP, And players and managers from both teams said that they were not aware of the shooting until after the game. When you watch the video of the incident released by the White Sox over the weekend, you do not see widespread panic. A small group of fans try to help the women, waving their hands to get the attention of park staff. Some fans speculated that the shots might have come from outside the ballpark, but at a press conference yesterday, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson told reporters there's still no clear indication of where the shots came from. Then interim superintendent Fred Waller came up to the mic and said the shots likely did come from inside the ballpark, although detectives are still pursuing all leads. We're dispelling a lot of things. It's coming from outside is something that we've almost completely dispelled, but we're still looking at every avenue. It's still under investigation. Chicago police have the authority to suspend a game if officials believe public safety is at risk, according to a White Sox spokesperson. But at the press conference, Waller said that CPD did ask the White Sox to suspend the game. We made that request initially because we did not know what was going on. We had reports of people being shot at Sox Park, but that wasn't confirmed. So we allowed the game to continue, not to create a panic. My colleague Anna Sofchinka reports that Waller walked away before reporters could ask more questions. A couple pieces of news related to the influx of migrants to Chicago. First, the city is planning to buy 10.7 acres of riverfront property to use as a shelter for newly arrived migrants. We are desperate for places. So families, especially children, especially the children who started school last week, that they have shelter and are not sleeping outside. That's Deputy Mayor of Infrastructure Lorianne Lipson. The site is along the North Shore Channel, formerly used by the Marine Corps as a training center. And Lipson says up to 550 people can be housed there. My colleague Tessa Weinberg reports that Alderpersons gave initial approval yesterday to the $1.5 million purchase. The full city council will have to approve the sale next month. And in another piece of related news, Mayor Johnson and Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker sent a joint letter to the Federal Department of Homeland Security yesterday asking federal officials to create a streamlined process that allows newly arriving migrants to work. Pritzker and Johnson want the feds to allow states to sponsor asylum seekers to work in industries facing labor shortages, like food processing, transportation, clean energy, and health care. Here's one of Johnson's top deputies, Christina Passioni-Zayas. This is something that can only be remedied at a federal level, and yet, The city has stepped in, the county has stepped in, the state has stepped in in significant ways. The Illinois Department of Public Health says it's starting to see more evidence of COVID-19 in wastewater samples. 
However, as of the middle of August, IDPH says all 102 Illinois counties are still at a low risk for transmission. Meanwhile, Governor Pritzker is pushing back against rumors that new mask mandates and school closures are on the way, saying social media posts to that effect are unfounded. Nobody's even talked about that. It's not a real thing. Uh, but what is a real thing is people need to take care of themselves, and particularly those who are most vulnerable. We're talking about people who are sick, who have cancer, people who are elderly. Reporting there from my colleague Alex Degman. And now for a few quick hits. The president of the Chicago-based National Association of Realtors resigned yesterday after the New York Times reported several women had accused him of sexual harassment, including forced physical contact and sending inappropriate messages. The Sun-Times reports that Kenny Parcell resigned via a letter to leadership in which he denied all the allegations and said he was a victim of character assassination. A metro train on the Rock Island line derailed in the South Loop yesterday morning around 8.20 a.m. Metro said the first car behind the locomotive came off the tracks, but all of the cars remained upright. WLS reports that hundreds of people were evacuated and no one, thankfully, was hurt. For the weather, partly cloudy with a high in the low 80s today and a chance of showers and maybe a thunderstorm in the afternoon. That should clear up by this evening, though, and then the forecast the rest of the week looks mostly clear. That's it for today. I'm Justin Bull. Have a lovely Tuesday, and I'll talk with you tomorrow.